Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the glow. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different, where we're expanding our world from duality to a world we are back to all one, and we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. Ascension means different things to different folks, but there are similar stories, and more energy is available to us to raise our vibration. We've noticed that we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We are letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter waves to surf. So grab your board. We'll be looking at ways we redefine magnetism, power, and peace. Let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together, and we're going to share our stories. My guest today is Kelly Lachey. Kelly is an author, shaman, and all-around metaphysician. Her website is liquidmirror.org whose latest book is called Surfing the Transformational Waves, which is very appropriate. And we're going to talk about her blog and some new things that she's surfing right now. So welcome, Kelly. Hi, Christina. Thanks for having me again. I'm so glad you're here, Surfing the Psychic Waves. And folks can find you at liquidmirror.org. Yes. So lately you've been looking at information around power and redefining power and simplicity, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Okay. Well, first, my last article was about the power of simplicity in our ascension, and that's describing um, the innate design of the soul that is automatically naturally connected with source. And and when we're connected with source, we're connected with our creative uh, access, our our soul purpose, memory of who we are, why we're here, what we're to do here, what what we're to enjoy here, and, and why we're here. And 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 where and this is where soul satiation comes from. The experience of being here, um, it doesn't have to be difficult. We don't because there's a lot of people suffering here right now, and suffering comes from this lack of connection to our own source and to our own higher selves. So that once we remember why we're here and access our connection to our our soul, which it, the the design is innate, but the reason why we don't have that automatic access is because we have these imprints that from the matrix that are lies and so most of the lies come down to lack of self-trust lack of um, self-worth and self-doubt lack of uh, capacity to access connection with source lack of capacity to remember why we're here and and this is so once we delete these lies then uh, and we, we clean out the energy channels that thicken the uh, thicken the the frequency of our experience here then we don't have access to um you know, the joyful experience of creative expression while we're here. So this is the whole purpose of, of dropping in and, and figuring out how to delete the lies that hold us back from living our true selves here. And then once we do that, it's, it's so it's, we can live in grace and joy and love. And there's a, the thing when our energy channels are, are cleansed and, and, and released from these densities of lies, then we have experiences of love that are deeper than we've ever experienced before. We experience love rather than conflict with our loved ones. So that's the foundation of this work that I'm speaking to. And then you asked about power. Well, the definition of power is increasing our capacity to feel. And people think that power is 
how we can um, use our power over others and control. And that's not the definition of power at all. That's another one of the fundamental lies that keep us back from actually experiencing what souls really want to experience in any incarnation, which is increasing our capacity to feel means that we can increase our capacity to love and enjoy and be creative and expressive. Yeah, I I think part of that is uh, the lie around being magnetic and having that magnetic quality, which kind of comes with that first sort of feeling of, let's say, power. I've been trying not to use the word power just because I think it's just been changing all around me. But it seems like we kind of get trapped in whatever that lie is about magnetism, like, oh, things are happening. I'm feeling that that vibration, that escalation of, of energy within me, and that feels a something. And we usually label that as power, but it's just a lot of our own energy, and doesn't that feel good? And then all of a sudden, it sort of twists and morphs into something else where suddenly we become these master manipulators of our universe, which implies that there's a yes and a no. Like we're not being inclusive. We're not expanding ourselves. We start saying yes and no. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but yeah. Yes. It, the thing is, is with, with power, if we, just, if we define it as uh, increasing our capacity to feel, because feeling is the, the magnetic force that brings into our lives the abundance and, and the sovereignty and the freedom that we want from the matrix, because that's where we have access to our creative uh, power. And, and the creative power doesn't mean um, manipulating others. It means freedom to express and be supported in our, in our full expression. And, and being supported by our own energy. Yes, our own energy and others, because uh, the, the earth will be changing at some point where others will actually be supporting each other equally into our full creative expression. And in the meantime, as we use these tools of accessing our and increasing our capacity to feel, then um, that increases our power. Our, that's our magnetic force. But first, we have to delete the lies that, that keep that frequency from uh, vibrating at its full uh, strength. So what happens if you're going about your day, you think you have it all sort of figured out, what you're going to sort of encounter, whatever day that is for you, and you come across one of those lies? Okay, in, in Liquid Mirror, I explain how to address these things because we, when we have a, a, a trigger with something, a, a, we're triggered by someone or we realize that we're being manipulative or passive aggressive or, uh, you know, relationships are a reflection of the health of the soul. And so when we recognize when we have conflict in our lives, that's a red flag to go, oh, there's a lie to delete. And then we go into, and what it always, it always comes down to insecurity. Why we defend ourselves against each other is because we feel insecure. We're protecting something that hurts. We're protecting um, ourselves from being seen as less than. And when you can see that, take it, make it a friend. This is what the ego is good for. The ego is our friend, and, and the ego is protecting these wounds. And when the ego just gets triggered, we go, oh, thank you. That's pointing out another lie to delete in my system, and it's usually painful. So what we do is we drop in, we feel, we feel the source of it, and it usually comes from childhood, from the faulty parenting that we have, where our parents, uh, we didn't feel loved or we, our, our true selves reflected in society or by our parents or by our friends in high school. And (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny. I was totally thinking about some friends in high school. Yes. Yeah. And that's where we get our insecurity wounds and imprints like, oh, what? I'm not good enough because I'm not as popular as them. Just like the celebrities. 
you know, the, you know, we're all spectators and the celebrities get to live this great life. Well, that's a great design of the matrix as well. So when we want to claim our sovereignty in this system, we want to drop in that feeling is the language of the soul. And when we can feel at the source of these wounds, and go into the insecurity where they came from and feel the pain of it and then go, oh, that was just a lie. I made assumptions about myself based on someone else's opinion of me. And then we, we oh, it, we feel the pain, you breathe through it, and you intentionally just extract it from your system, from your belief system, from your emotional system, and from your soul. And when you do that, you're creating your own sovereignty, your own freedom to be exactly who you are and fall in love with who you are. Because we are all amazing beings. God's design and, you know, whatever people want to use, source, or that which created this experience for us. which And we created it with us, you know, all together as, as one being. And so when we uh, connect with that and access that, we have full um, we have full power to make such a big difference on this planet. Our awakening is very, very powerful. It's a frequency shift that's happening on the earth that's supporting the earth in this shift that's happening. What happens when you're going about your day, suddenly this galactic center that we seem to keep hooking up with sort of starts, you know, shining its light on you. And I have had a couple of experiences where I'm like, oh, this is different. Like, where am I right now? Am I really here? Like, am I really in my body? Am I really, where am I? You know, and it just feels like, like as if it's a sunbeam, but it's it's not from the sun I usually pay attention to. Oh, I, I can re- relate to exactly what you're saying. There is something very palpable that's happening right now, and especially with the earth that is, um, you know, with the her essence is, is, is living through us right now. She's not being suppressed anymore. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're getting all kinds of uh, our frequency is broadening because her frequency is broadening in a very profound way at an accelerated rate, which is why we're experiencing time accelerating. This is the fabric of the ascension. And, and, and so the design of it is as her frequency broadens and the sun's frequency is uh, intensifying and broadening in a huge way. It's, it's deep blue now when you look inside of it and, mm. and it's shifting her. They're working together for us. So we're in this profound opportunity and experiencing this, our frequency broadening. And as that happens, we directly connect with um, our, our higher selves. And that's when we're having more access to memory of who we are, where we came from, and why we're here. And again, the feeling is the language of the soul. And feeling is how we access communication with our soul and communication with our higher selves and, and access memory of why we're here. And then we can connect with source as well. And then that's where we get the most support that we have. Very few of us have ever actually experienced the support of source. We just kind of severed that cord off as if it was, it's, a, it's not even relevant to our experience here because we've been uh, lied to by religion and, and uh, various uh, implements from from the matrix so when we can delete those lies and then drop in and emotionally connect with source but thank you but we start with thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for this experience here which isn't easy sometimes when we're going through hard times and we're suffering or we have depression um but this we don't want to live out the rest of our lives um in a in a depressed um miserable suffering state and there's a lot of people are experiencing that right now, but we don't have to. This is the thing. This is how we broaden our frequency and how we do this together is we're not free if we're suffering. 
So when we can go inside and find where the suffering comes from, and, and like you said, like what about when you're in the middle of your day, well, you bookmark it, and at the end of the day, you take time, and instead of a meditation practice to silence your mind, you drop in and you just feel where the source of the, of the lies come from, you feel the insecurity wounds, and you release them, and then replace them with self-trust and, and the trusting that you can actually listen to your guides, that you can actually listen to your oversoul, that you can hear source and gain guidance and the support that is all there and in a profound way to support us on our path. Yeah, that's so beautifully said. I I noticed where there's just different parts of the day where I really pull back and and take time for myself in ways that I had never, I never could seem to do before. And now I, I guess maybe I'm not feeling guilty about it. I just, I don't even know how to call it. It's not like I shut down, but I there's definitely a retreat Mm -hmm. and then kind of an opening again. And then I jump back in Mm -hmm. and I'm not exactly sure which realms I'm jumping in and out of all day long, but it does still feel uh, like I'm I'm still doing that. But there is like new energy that comes in and, and I have noticed where the default is to get into um, those low thoughts, uh, depression, start thinking about, you know, random insecurities from all over uh, my past and and kind of bundle them up together in a new package and play with that for a while. And then I realized, wait, 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 I don't need to do that. Didn't I just feel that galactic sun somewhere out there that I never felt before? So let's go over there. So that's happening faster, but it seems like I'd like to be more supportive to those around me, but I'm not just not sure how to do it yet. Well, you know, it, it's a priority right now for each and every one of us to prioritize um, self-care. And once mm-hmm. we can prioritize time in the day as often as possible throughout the week, light candles, take a bath, or be silent, and just connect and feel. And, and, and go deep within. And, and when you're going through a hard time, source it, release it, and then just start connecting, start communing, start asking questions to source, start asking questions to your oversoul through an emotion. And I always start with thank you and, 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 and my love for you. And then that's when that's what opens the conversation. And then the listening, you just hyper listen. And, and, and you can once you trust yourself that you can actually listen and hear the, the communication then then you have a partner for life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the other realms are like right there. And that's something that I've noticed. There's not a distance um, or let's say a time in meditation, like at least 10 minutes before I get there. I'm like none of that's happening anymore. It's more closing my eyes for seconds. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember where that is. Yeah. So the feeling quality for you is that do you feel a connection in those moments? Yeah. 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 And, you know, before I think in, in my sort of awakening, which has taken forever, <laughs> a long time, you know, it would come with colors and all these other bells and whistles, but, but now it, it's just right into the feeling. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we have a lot of creative folks out there that, um, are listening to Surfing the Psychic Waves. And, you know, some of them are DJs around the globe that really talk to, you know, crowds of people. And, you know, if you could say a couple of words of wisdom about, uh, I guess, how to infuse those moments of connection with a whole bunch of people at once, what what would you kind of... Uh, you know, 
say to them? Such a great question. I had this experience once and there was this DJ, this was in LA and this DJ, he just felt like a conscious guy. And he said out there on the microphone before he played a song, we are all white blood cells here on the earth. And and we are starseeds. All of us that are awakening right now, we're all starseeds. We're all here for that reason. And as we awaken together and realize that we're doing this together and work with each other, it's such a powerful message to see us as white blood cells of the earth. And, and, and as healing, we don't we don't see the results right now, but it's well actually there are. We we're actually seeing a lot of movement in a lot of ways. But what we're about to experience is even more profound than that. So when we can know that we are participating in a very deep way to heal this situation together because we all came here together and we're actually one being. We're all related because we come from the same place. And when we can see each other as family and connect energetically at least and realize that we're supporting each other, it's hard for all of us throughout all of this. It's been, we've had ups and downs. It's hard, it's difficult, but there's a lot of joy to express through it as well. And when we can connect energetically, soul-wise, um, and feel the power of our unity, and then we become fearless. And that's the movement that we're doing. Is that vibration of fearlessness? Yes. Yeah. I guess we could have started as a group not doing this. <laughs> I think, like, maybe we didn't have to do go through this sort of fear hallway. Instead, we could have picked a different one. That's right. And that because a lot of us feel like we're victims, like, why am I here? Why did I choose this? Or or people actually a lot of people um, even haven't even asked that question and and are still in a victim state of not even just why am I here? But why me? Why am I experiencing so much suffering? And the question is, why am I here? And then we can remember why. And, you know, it's not necessarily doing something either. It's really more about being. And in my sessions with people, they often want to know, what's my sole purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? And I let them find it on their own once they go inside. And they, they consistently find the same thing, that it's their passion to live their passion. Because when joy is expressed, we're accomplishing our purpose creativity and joy and laughter and love and that's how a soul is satiated and that's how we're offering or contributing our vibration to the shift so it's through beingness first it's happiness what makes you happy and make that the priority yeah i think uh the matrix starts to get in there and and dictate kind of how a person's supposed to do that and there really isn't a how I, I mean, think, a how is in, in terms of like yeah. physical sort of manifestation and it comes back to the beingness yeah, first, exactly. which you can't really, there's no how yeah. <laughs> to get to the being. You just be. Yes. And yet at the same time, it's uh, tricky when uh, for, for those that are, are really um, going through hard times, either financially with uh, job struggles or um, relationship struggles, um, it's, it's really more about um, – because without any tools, and if we don't clean the slate first, then it's going to be difficult to get to that place of happiness. So I say the path of self-healing is really the priority so that it's easier for us to experience this uh, creative expression and happiness and love. The, the, ground, the foundational work needs to be done first. And like I've said before, um, I've done a lot of work on myself, even to the extent where I close myself in a room for three days and, and recapitulate all of my relationships and make good with them. 
so that I could be free from my, my soul contracts with, with other souls. And once I have uh, break the chains from um, codependent relationships and um, all the things that cause uh, misery or uh, disharmony in my soul, then, then I'm, I'm, then I'm actually more free and, ha- and then my capacity has increased to actually catch that wave and surf mm-hmm. that wave that we're in right now through creative expression and joy and love. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's part of that way to that beingness in the simplicity piece that you were writing. I mean, I think you do have to look at relationships, and it is much easier to change relationships now. Either you can be in them or be out of them, and Mm -hmm. it's less dramatic, I think, now than than it was um, if you were going to be ending you know, relationships with friends or whatever. It's much different now. It's more like, oh, I'm going to be over here for a while. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like, oh, I can't stand you. It's not like that. It's so true. Like it used to be. Yeah. So true. And, you know, with um, some of the sessions I've done, I say break the contract with your family because a lot of um, parenting thus far has been very faulty. And we feel responsible to stay connected with our parents and go to the Thanksgiving dinner or to stay with the boyfriend or the girlfriend where the codependent relationship isn't good for you. So there's this infighting and we're defending ourselves and, um, and attacking. And once we, re- if that is in your life in any way, shape or form, I say that you can cut the connection, cut the cord energetically first. And then you don't have to keep engaging with people that are not good for you. You have to create an environment of healthy fr- friendships and relationships and family around you to, to support you. And, and what you want to do here. So if you have people in your life, cut the court that aren't supporting you and your expression and, and, and see you in perfection as you are, then I say um, break the contract. Let it go. Yeah, you know, I, I would have to say that, you know, I did have a series of lies around kind of what God wants for me. And um, that it's taken a long time to sort of dismantle. But then when I come back to thinking about like, well, what does the earth want? What would the earth want to be right now? How would I get into that mode of thinking like mother earth does? Mm -hmm. Like, wouldn't she want everyone to be just happy and free and right. Oh, that is so true. I've had this conversation with her before and, and the pain that she has experienced through all of the infighting and the war and the murder and, and just even our bickering, um, it hurts her to see her children fighting against each other. You're so right about that. She would just love to. She wants her, We are her children. She wants us to be uh, joyful. This, this place before the Matrix got involved was a, a vacation spot for souls, and that's what it will be soon again. But um, that's, you know, we forgot what that feels like to be in a, a, a vacation spot for souls to express themselves. And, but that's what we're here to do is to claim it back as a vacation spot. So not mm-hmm. allow this matrix um, to keep us from truth. And that's what she wants us to do. And she, by the way, is and the son are very, 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 very grateful for our presence here. Very, very grateful. They recognize every single one of us that are awakening and here on her behalf to claim her as a sovereign being from, from, the, from the feeders. Yeah, it's just like, how did it get like this? And then it's like, I could figure that out, or I could just go on vacation. And how would I do that with the earth? I mean, I have been going to the sun a lot in in meditation 
deep within the sun, and that's been great. And I have gone to Inner Earth many times in, in different ways, but I'm still, I still feel like I'm working on the Earth part of it just because that programming and matrix, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> I don't even know how to, what to describe it yeah. as anymore. Um, it's, it's just so pervasive. But, you know, I have been sort of noticing that I'd like to be in that vacation mode on the earth all the time now. Mm-hmm. And part of me still is working on that live. It says, nope, not yet. Nope, can't go there yet. And that's not really true. It, yeah, it's not. And, and, and yet we're, we're still in progress. We're making progress, and so we can't be hard on ourselves that we're not there yet either. Um, I go through my struggles as well. I mean, my life has gotten pretty intense lately, and and so that's what the surfing is all about is, okay, this can take me off the edge of the wave, or it can keep – what's going to keep me on the edge of the wave? And so it's that that strength within us that um, can see the lies and go, all right, it's not going to take me down. Is this giving me an experience – of, of joy and a sense of um, my own uh, experience of self-love and our unity, or is it giving me an experience of separation and, and self-loathing and hopelessness? And we have that decision to make in every thought that we make every day. And that's where our power lies because the feeling of um, levity is the priority. So this is, this is our mission. Mm-hmm. We have we we get to choose our thoughts and our thoughts choose our our feelings, and our feeling is our frequency, and that's what this movement is all about. And I know that we're all fully capable. God, the design of the soul, and this is in my last article. I actually created a graphic. I hired a graphic artist to uh, show what the anatomy of the soul looks like, and so, so people can see it the way that I see it. And the, the innate design of the soul, and we all have the same innate design, our capacity is innate equally. There's not one more capable than the other. We're all equal beings with all capacity that, that God has given to each and every one of us equally. Once we, once we, <laughs> that feels so much better <laughs> because I think that's what we're always noticing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole celebrity thing is um, has taken us down a bit. Like, we look at the celebrities and we're spectators now rather than living what our passions are. And we put them up and t- put ourselves down. And um, it's, it's just not necessary. That's just part of the lie. We're all equally um, – we all equally have talents and gifts and um, and creativity and, uh, you know, passions and soul purpose and all with the innate capacity to fully express it. Yeah, I had run across a thinking um, or a feeling about about fame and that it really had to do with the future generations. And it would make sense that that matrix type of organization would want to confuse um, the current thinking about whatever that being is doing. And so they might be making music or a movie or acting or conveying a human emotion in a certain way that is just a you know, captures the hearts of so many people around the globe, and yet there's something that wants to regulate that. So if they can throw in a bunch of confusion about what they wore at some, yeah. you know, opening, yeah. like, who cares? We, I don't think anyone really cares what somebody, you know, wore somewhere. But it's that energy and just that misuse of, of magnetism over what somebody 
war, fabric on their body. Oh, and that is such a great term, misuse of magnetism. It's it's misuse of power. It's misuse of sexual energy because they they've, they've defined what beauty is. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the matrix has defined what beauty is through celebrityism, and we put youth and beauty up, and everybody else is below that. And 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 guess what? That's not the definition of beauty. The physical appearance and what we wear, and and the, how much makeup we have on, and how much or how young we look, and how how our body is formed and shaped in a specific way has nothing to do with beauty. That all came from the matrix, and it's a big lie. Yeah, and if I actually do that recapitulation and inventory of the beautiful things around me. Mm-hmm. I have a really nice collection of, you know, people from all walks of life. That's so cool. Yes. Diversity, you know? the diverse. I see beauty and see the beauty in each and every one of them. It's just a, the beauty is so obvious to me because I, I can see through the, 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 the film, so to speak. And, and the yeah. beauty is abound. I mean, because, Soul is the most precious essence of the universe, and that is us, and that that is beauty. There is something that connects us back to the earth that way, too. When Mother Earth looks at the beings that live on her body, her planet, um, planetary body, she would think that's beautiful. Oh, yes. The organic beauty. If we could see ourselves through her eyes... And the sun's eyes, we would have a totally different perception of ourselves, and not to mention through God's or source's eyes. Um, and that's something that when I was uh, really transitioned on my path, I saw myself through source's eyes, and it totally changed my perception of myself. Yeah. Because it, 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 the lies of how others see me don't participate in my experience of myself anymore. So uh, now I don't behave and act based on how others need me to perform. Right. And that's just the in-between. Because if you really sat down with that other human being, whoever that is that we think is, you know, contributing to our suffering in some way, which is not probably not true to begin with, but if we sit down and talk to them and we had the same conversation about beauty – they would probably be describing how they see the world and the beautiful human beings around them. Yeah. You know, but some, some way, shape or form that matrix gets in there and defines the relationship that we have with others, you know, at the very essence of that. And it's just like, wow. Wow. So if I can't imagine that my friends from high school look at me and think, Oh, that's a nice person or, or I always liked her or she's cool or, uh, we're friends. Like what if it's just the basic, Oh yeah, we're friends. Yeah. That's all they said. Then wouldn't I also feel that vibration of friendship all around me all the time. But if somebody can disrupt that right at the start, you know, before I even got to high school, let's say they, that gets in there so early on five years old, you know, uh-huh. Then, you know, then we're kind of, that's another thinking that needs to kind of come off. Yes, come this, off is, this is a new paradigm. You're describing it so well, Christina. And it, because when we can perceive this, this experience through a completely different paradigm as that we're ex- here together doing this as, as, as siblings, we're related. And mm-hmm. uh, then we don't have this judgment and competition. And then when someone attacks us or, or tries to take us off our um, centeredness, um, then we can just go go deeper 
and then see the overview of the situation. And so then, and then but this is using awareness. Then you can go, all right, this person then has some wounds still. So it's not about me. This person has wounds. And then I see that person through compassion. And I, and then I, and then I hold the, the, I see their capacity to overcome their wounds. And I just, you know, spread my love inside of their soul and move on. Yeah. Yeah. And that has been much easier to do. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit more about simplicity. Um, yeah. So with simplicity, we have been taught that uh, accessing uh, oversoul or source um, is difficult. So there's a lot of organizations out there that teach meditation practices through a hierarchy to where we have to meditate so many hours a day. Um, you, 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 and it's mainly stilling the mind or astral travel, and you have to work your way up over a period of years to get up higher in the hierarchy to actually learn um, more difficult techniques that are kept secret until we get higher in the hierarchy. Well, this uh, the difficulty. Uh, it, connecting with source is just not that difficult. And so think think of the people that, um, and I can I can tell you how many people I've interacted with personally that have come to me to heal from this uh, contamination of meditation practices that that kept them frustrated. And so it's not easy to sit there and just steal the mind, but where does that get you to just sit in silence when you're not connecting with source? The whole purpose of, of connecting is not in any of these meditation practices. So I can't say any because I'm not aware of all that exists, but I can, I can, there's a list of those and you, and I've defined them for you already of, of how to recognize them is that they, they make it difficult. They make it difficult and frustrating to access a sense of peace and connection. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessary. I'm suggesting that the power of simplicity is the truth that they've kept from us. And all it takes is sitting down and you can light candles. You can do whatever, have an altar or, you know, that represents your connection or self-love or the love that you have for your family and just sit down quietly and, and connect, ask questions, start asking questions instead of sitting in silence, ask questions. Who am I? Where am I from? Why am I here? What satiates my soul? Where does love come from? Who created me and why? And thank you for, ha- for, for creating my existence so that I could experience living. And, and we, this is only one experience of our, exp- uh, of our existence. The, this uh, 3D experience is just one experience that our whole souls ha- um, experience. We've had many, many, many experiences, and, and not just incarnations on Earth. I'm talking about experiences throughout the universe. So to be grateful for our existence as soul is a very powerful way to begin a communication, um, any communication with oversoul or source. And then once you offer gratitude and reverence for, for your essence existing, um, then you can start asking questions and then just sit and listen. And it's very simple. And then trust that you will hear. And then I also put this orb around me and I state I will, I'm only willing to commune with those that have my highest good in their intention. And that shuts out everything that we might be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Like entities in 4D that might be, or, you know, goddesses and archangels and, and so forth that are, might want to come in and, 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 you know, make us a slurpee for them kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that now when I, I kind of open up a circle 
That's kind of how I do it. I do less of the orb stuff and less of the Merkaba stuff because I guess that's where, I don't know, I found some creepy crawlies hang out for me. But but (laughs) that's what I call them. But sometimes, you know, it's like an awareness that's going to evolve over time. And, And if I notice that I'm getting a dialogue, then I'm fine. If there's no dialogue, they're out. I don't care what they are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they look like. I don't care what beautiful orbs they are, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, showing up in my circle. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, we're having a conversation or you're out. And um, uh, I don't know exactly when that started, but um, there is definitely a, a vibration of, of freedom in that space that I, you know, I'm not sure which light it was I blew up, but something got moved and, um, it's a lot more available and, and I would encourage anyone to just sort of explore that space and where those triggers are so we all have our our modes of where our boundaries are and use them mm-hmm. absolutely and when we're not afraid you see that's really the best boundary and you're right that we don't need an orb when we're not afraid of protecting ourselves from something because there's a little subtle fear in that protection mode and when we're when we hold ourselves as uh, just defiant, I am only willing to commune with that which has my yeah. highest good and its intention, and yeah. everyone else gets out of the room. That, that's just how it works. Yeah. I like that word, defiant. It, to me, it means something else. Um, it, it comes with a vibration of uh, dec- uh, declaration. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a perfect yeah. word. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. So where can folks find you? Tell us again. Uh, liquidmirror.org, uh, just like it's spelled. And my blog is there. You can access my email there as well, but that's kellylachey at gmail.com. Great. Thank you so much, Kelly, for surfing the psychic waves. This is great. Thank you, Christine. I really enjoyed our conversation.